your birthday I'm gonna party like it's your birthday <laughs> i'm gonna podcast like it's my birthday yeah exactly <laughs> welcome to think outside the box set the only show with a birthday kid on it the only one the only one it's never happened before yeah happy birthday cameron thank you yes we're recording on cameron's birthday they're they're turning 26 oh stop <laughs> <laughs> This is the internet's only outrage machine, and I'm Maddie Hunt. I'm Cameron DeWitt, mm-hmm. and she is Joanne. 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 It's <laughs> <laughs> the first draft for that one. I'm begging of you, please don't collaborate with Florence Welch. <laughs> you don't like that? <laughs> no, I, I think it's great. Actually. Okay, great. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> I was going to say, um, I, I was expecting. Don't collaborate with Father John Misty, maybe. Oh, that would be a lot more appropriate. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of collaborations on this one. There's a lot of collaborations. I, I think yeah. there's like a little bit less Gaga, a little bit more production. Like if you look at the oh. writing credits, mm-hmm. there's a lot of songs with a lot of writing credits. Whereas before I felt like it was usually like two, but it, it felt very clear that it was Gaga and then a couple, you know, producer notes. Uh-huh. Interesting. So. I didn't. I actually didn't notice that. Um, to me, it felt like. Well, it seems constructed to be like more personal. I mean, it's right. not, it's her name for one thing. Um, Joanne, I forget her last name. Uh, That's her her middle name, I believe. Yeah, Stephanie Joanne Angelina Germanota Germanata, um, and it's also the name of her aunt, I think. Yeah, or grandma, yeah. or something, or something. Yeah. Some broad. Some broad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I felt distracted by the, um, you know, I couldn't help but read a couple, you know, these genius lyrics notes that like, yeah, this is the personal one. This is the one that's like her really being her. And it, to me, it felt a little, a little bit less that, that way. And I felt more uh-huh. like, it felt a little less specific, like... And I also think it's so weird when people are like, "Oh, it's none of the none of the artifice. It's just her being her." And it's like, yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know about identity, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> authenticity. Yeah, this doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I liked it pretty well. This is pretty fun. It definitely is like more stripped down in sound. Like it's it's in terms of like production and sound. Like it's it seems like it's trying to. Um, channel a more like intimate vibe in a certain way sure. there's a lot of country music drag yeah in this album <laughs> country music drag yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a good way of putting it yeah i mean especially when when she does it yeah uh and some of that i found to be a little distasteful <laughs> you're very sensitive to it yeah i think this was the thing that was that was that was happening at the time i think around this i think that what is this 2016 when this was released mm-hmm. yeah didn't didn't like Justin Timberlake have his like fucking like Patagonia era like or his like it wasn't he it wasn't like called Man of the Woods or something like we'll cover it someday I'm oh sure God. yeah yeah probably uh, but you know um, everyone like for a minute just got like rustic and like flirted with that for a yeah minute. it was like kind of the height of generic Hana like lumber sexual type shit yeah 
and I think there was this like we're going to reclaim country, you know, kind of moment. But but then also I think there's like a we're going to appropriate country <laughs> moment. Yeah. Not that it hadn't already been appropriated by like a lot of bad faith yeah. people, but uh-huh. um it was like I don't know. Like what if what if country music wasn't stupid? <laughs> what if it was actually really cool? Like it was like ironic and then post ironic or whatever. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. is like, you know, a little yucky. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take it over just like Alan Jackson, like talking about wanting to bomb brand people back into the Stone Age, though. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I said it was a little distasteful to me <laughs> as opposed to um, poisonous. Poisonous, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm a little distasteful <laughs> all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's a sensibilities thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, and, and and I think also, you know, this is like the time of there being like an increased um, ire pointed towards red people in red states, people in red people, states. Yeah. Um, it's your fault. Yeah. Appalachia. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that coupled with a, you know, you don't get this anymore. You know, this is ours now. Like, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I don't know. It's all like, I think some of this stuff is fun. Mm-hmm. And I think especially her song, John Wayne uh, is hilarious. And have you seen the music video for it? I have not. I think we might have to do a live oh react because okay. it's, it's awesome. <laughs> it's maybe my favorite of, of her work yet. Wow. Yeah. It's really okay. great. Um, so to promote this album, one thing she did is that she went on her dive bar tour. Oh my God. Emotional concert <laughs> in dive bars. In the United yeah. This States. is what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's great though. She's a fucking super famous. She's going to dive bars. And yeah. I love that. It was only three dive bars in in October 2016. Still, like, I love that, you know, like, stand-up co- uh, comedians, like, will go try out their new shit at, like, the Comedy Cellar or whatever, or at these, mm-hmm. like, respected venues, you know, and, yeah. like, have these int- small, intimate shows. And, like, I wish more, you know, musicians did that kind of shit. Yeah, totally. Um, oh, God. <laughs> I, just re- I just read on Wikipedia that... Um, she announced she was team, team, teaming up with Bud Light to perform songs from it in front of very small crowds and dive bars across the United States. This is pre-gay, pre-trans Bud Light. Before. Before it went woke and went broke. Before Bud Light's egg cracked. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. But, but before they realized the truth about themselves, that they want to make marginal amounts of money off of trans people. <laughs> yes. That's their true identity. <laughs> They, they finally came out as rainbow capitalists. Yeah. <laughs> and by coming out, I mean quickly distanced them. Well, did the tiniest, barely a promotion thing and then quickly distanced themselves and said, I'm sorry we acknowledged that trans people existed. I'm sorry. We promise we'll never do it again. We completely fold and kowtow to the um, horrible bigots. I think that's what their official statement said. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, she's wearing a pink cowboy hat on the cover of this album. Yeah. It's very pastel, because there's a pastel blue background. Um, Yeah, they, on um, Wikipedia, they point out how she might have been, like, part of the start of this trend, or, like, helped kind of boost it in big ways, because Wikipedia links it to uh, Miley Cyrus and Kylie Minogue, 
doing some similar things following what Lady Gaga did. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kesha also. Because Miley Cyrus came from yeah. country music, yeah. but then went to yeah. like R&B and hip hop and then went back. What which, was Taylor Swift doing at this time? Because uh, Taylor Swift has always kind of like, like been like dipped in and out of this kind of thing. I mean, I think Red had already come out by that point. Red, Taylor Swift, let's see. Um, have we <laughs> have we done it up? We've been gone so much. Have we done an update on all the like Taylor Swift con- controversy? No. At all? Do you know about this? Um, I don't Red think came so. out in 2012. So that oh, was okay. That was like like cuz remember that was like when dubstep existed. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, there's nothing much about Taylor Swift. She's in her uh Eras tour and uh she started dating probably Matt Healy from the 1975, and uh, he sucks because um, oh, he he's like an edge lord, you know. And he oh, like says okay. shitty stuff about like, well, things I don't want to repeat on the show. He says shitty stuff on podcasts with bros, and then he cool. said, and then he like doesn't he fake apologizes for it, you know, and oh, says like I don't want people to think I'm a bad person when I say all these <laughs> poisonous things, yeah, like yeah, and then and then apparently she broke up with him. Shortly afterwards, but they well, had like a little thing. I, I mean, so it's you know sometimes you might just have to hook up with problematic people because they're super hot. I mean, <laughs> people can make mistakes. Yeah, even uh, soon-to-be billionaires can make mistakes. <laughs> Are you talking about me? <laughs> Well, um, but you were you were saying that like she may have started this. Well, I, I don't understand because like started this trend, but she's going for pop music, kind of in flirting with country music. But I feel like Miley and Taylor did the opposite. I mean, it's um, it's just something that Wikipedia was saying. Let's see. I mean, there's like a, there's like a little box that that shows. Um, I mean, there's literally a a photo of Miley Cyrus wearing like this same pink cowboy hat. Okay. And the caption says, Joanne's impact is observed in the subsequent musical releases of artists such as Miley Cyrus and Kylie Minogue, both singers pictured performing during their country phase. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. And um, reviewers for Kesha's album Rainbow, um, Justin oh, Timberlake's there it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, album Man of the Woods, um, Harry Styles. What? Why are they talking about Harry Styles? Yeah, did you have a country moment? He has a glam rock. Thing. Okay. Well, um, I just saw Don't Worry, Darling. I don't want to fucking talk about Harry Styles for a while. I know that wasn't very good. <laughs> I really disliked it. Yeah. Um, anyhow, should we get in these songs? We should the get all albums. up inside yeah. of Ooh. these songs. Yeah. And here they come. Here's Diamond Heart. Any second now, I'm still having the same issue. I like that, like, it built up, and then it went back down, and then it built up again. 
I think that's great. Mm-hmm. It should be all fake out drops for the entire song. <laughs> Edge me, Lady Gaga. <laughs> <clears throat> um, her voice is so good. It's, yeah, just like hearing the different um, ways and like timbres that she gets into in, the, in, in just this like one song. It's so cool, especially after the last stuff we heard from her was her jazz album with Tony Bennett. Right. It's like, she's so versatile. Yeah. Um, she like has so many different colors and modes to her voice. She's an instrumentalist. Yeah. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, although, after hearing that album and then hearing this again, it's like, this is like her back to her pop voice. But her pop voice is like, it's kind of like Liza Minnelli Broadway. And, you there know, is, like yeah, a lot like of that. A, like, bit of like Liza. Yeah. Yeah. Were you going to do an impersonation? I I was thinking about it. (laughs) I don't think, yeah, I don't think I can. Um, uh, But there's like a a, a kind of performativity to to her voice that's like a broad, like, project to the back of the stage. (laughs) Something a broad does. On Broadway. Uh, Yes, we get it. (laughs) uh, You know, she's she's like belting. Yeah. You know, and... uh, I feel like that's not as as common mm-hmm. like this style. Yeah, I yeah, couldn't place it before. It's it's something that I think I have thought about a lot actually in terms of um, not only vocalists but like instrumentalists. How particularly like in the last several decades, um, with the ubiquity of like microphones and pickups and amplification of all types, like nobody plays loud or plays hard. Right. Plays to be heard. When they're playing like an acoustic instrument or like singing, yeah. Um, unless you know you, you find like some crust punk with like an acoustic guitar like on the street like busking, maybe Everyone's they'll be like, like Sue John Stevens, super hard, yeah, yeah, <laughs> whispering and into the mic, exactly, yeah, and um, yeah. I've even, I mean, even just like in in the more niche like genre of like old time music, it's it's so apparent to me. Like I've seen performances where it was very apparent. Like there's one fiddler who has played acoustically to be heard. Yeah. And there's like another one who has mostly played with, you know, amplification of some kind or yeah, has not like developed that kind of like sound that cuts through or um, has developed that kind of volume. I've really enjoyed like single mic, you know, performance experiences and like, Uh you know, having to learn how to compete with instruments when I sing. Right. It's like, okay, I can scream these six notes. <laughs> I'm going to put everything in that key. <laughs> Let me fucking tell you about Cumberland Gap again. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Love it. Um, yeah, so it's it's great to hear someone just sing loud and like belt it out like that. Cause she's like, she's she's playing to like the back rafters. She's like yeah. playing to the cheap sheets, cheap seats. And cheap sheets. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what do you what do you suppose this song song is about? Um, supposedly it's about how she was a go go dancer at one point. Okay. And it's all about her American dream, Cameron. As just a simple Italian girl arriving on the shores of Ellis Island. <laughs> Give me your poor. <laughs> <laughs> um, young wild American looking to be something out of school go go in. There's that go-go dancer thing. For a hundred or two, some asshole broke me in, wrecked all my innocence. I'll just keep go-going, and this dance is on you. Hmm. Um, yeah, and it's about how she's making money. One, five, ten, lay a million on me before the end of the song. Um, and then in the post-chorus, this is fun. 
I might not be flawless, but you know, I got a diamond heart. Hmm. That's a uh, gem language. Um, it's what language? Gem language. Flaws, you know. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. 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 Flawless, um, yes. Yes. You might also say she, that she has a lot of facets also. <laughs> um, and there's some like stuff about, it, it feels pretty autobiographical hmm. in some ways. Um, like the verses especially, young wild American, head full of Jameson, girls playing bad because it doesn't pay to be good, a cruel king made me tough, daddy's girl's never good enough, I'll just keep go-going because this dance is on you. I got this bridge here, a lot of, mm-hmm. a lot of bridges in this album. Yeah. This thing is fucking great. It's hair metal. <laughs> yeah, it's very uh, <laughs> like uh, you know the darkness or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, Should we move on to yeah. Ao? Yeah. Here it comes. Just listen to the best in the newest Shania Twain album. <laughs> Same. <laughs> They're smoking them all. So I guess the the metaphor in this is smoking like all of the the haters and naysayers and manipulative men in the business and you know uh critics or whatever like we're gonna smoke them all like they're a, a whole pack of marlboro mm-hmm. yeah. that's that's the idea that's the idea we're gonna kill them it's kind of a, <laughs> yeah we're gonna light them on fire yeah um i mean it's it's kind of a pun i guess because like you can say like yeah I smoked them is like sure slang for you know beat them or um outran them or whatever um yeah, it's it's mostly just a an excuse to like stream together a bunch of fun sounding lines, right? And Get also kind me. of Shania esque. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Get off on me. My body's got you pleading. Light me up and breathe in. Mirror on the ceiling. It's kind of hot. Yeah. Uh, so she's the cigarette. I mean, it kind of <laughs> in this. It's, it's a little unstable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to smoke them all. Whole pack like Marlboro. <laughs> blow it in your face, blow it in your face, blow it in your, blow it in your face. I can't wait to rev you up faster than you can say Ferrari. Turn up the gravel, watch you unravel, now it's a party. <clears throat> yeah, I, I guess this is just her sort of bragging about her her charisma and her her power mm-hmm. as, a, as a performer. And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe even the people who uh, are naysayers or would challenge her can't deny that like she's got something yeah. i don't know i mean that's reading into it more than the song actually you know the song doesn't say anything yeah yeah um and it's also got some really silly moments like the end of the first verse when it says um because i got it co- uh hey i can't wait to cast my spell which one you'll never tell because i got it covered city gravy southern got you dripping like no other yeah are you city gravy southern lady gaga i don't know 
I don't know about I, that. I don't know if I um. Th- that, I don't know if I can co-sign that. That may have been a lyric written by Hillary Lindsay, who was uh, across this album. Oh. Who's a Nashville singer-songwriter who she, you know, used to uh, make this uh, slightly countryish album. <laughs> That's a hell of a photo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Lady Gaga's wearing a pink cowboy hat with a. Very broad hat band that has um, some embroidered decoration on it. And then she's wearing a matching black jacket with shoulder pads that has big embroidery on it. Why it's, not? <laughs> it's very, um, it's very like nudie suit almost. Uh-huh. And then Hillary Lindsay is like next to her in just a very simple black dress. <laughs> well, uh, should we l- listen to Joanne? Yeah. We should. Taylor Swift folklore by quite a few years. They're like, I want to do Carrie and Lil. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. I think it had like just come out at this point. Uh, it had come out the year before. The year before, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wonder if like Lady Gaga kind of influenced Taylor Swift to go towards. When did folklore come out? Like 2019? I think it was 2020. I think it was in the, okay, so right in the like beginning of the pandemic. Four years later. Yeah, because I think it was the summer, and then Evermore came out, I think, that winter. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is, suppo- this is about her aunt, Joanne Stefani Germanata. Oh, so that's like the same name as Lady Gaga, except um, the first and middle name. Oh, yeah. Um, reversed. But it's also kind of about her. Yeah. But it's mostly about her aunt, who's, like, yeah. dying of... Uh, she died when she was, like, 19 from lupus. Okay. In, in 1974. Um, she was a painter and a poet. And and according to the genius, um, Gaga feels the need to continue her legacy through her music to, in her own words, quote, finish Joanne's business, unquote, by making it huh. as an artist. Yeah. Um, and then verse one is, is all about that. Take my hand, stay, Joanne. Heaven's not ready for you. Every part of my aching heart needs you more than the angels do. Yeah. That's sweet. And then the chorus is, girl, where do you think you're going? Where do you think you're going? Heaven needs to, like, sweep up a little more. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. I... I think I... Again, I feel like I've heard Taylor Swift do this, but, like, much, much later, like, sort of, like try to identify with these like women of the past uh-huh. think about her like uh gendered ancestry you know uh-huh. uh and identify with them you know yeah. um uh taylor swift's still doing this she uh famously did that with uh joni mitchell like trying to get joni mitchell's attention for like playing her in a biopic and, oh i didn't hear about this yeah and then apparently joni mitchell <laughs> was like I don't think she's a good fit. I don't know. She's got high cheekbones and whatever, but I'm not impressed. <laughs> oh <my laughs> it's God. fucking ice cold. Jesus <laughs> what Christ. a bitch! Oh my God. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, and she's like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna play with Brandy Carlisle instead." <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> and wow. she did. <laughs> oh my God! Has that movie come out yet? 
Oh, it's not. I don't think it's happening. Oh, I see. Yeah, I think Joni Mitchell is just like, you know, you can't. You can't show your face after. <laughs> like, <laughs> Taylor Swift is a very powerful person, but, you yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't have that authority. <laughs> Jody, yeah. Jody Mitchell get away with shit. <laughs> but. Yeah. Yeah. Which is an interesting to think about, thing to think about, you know, like Taylor Swift and like how much scrutiny she's under. You oh know, my God. Whereas yeah. like Joni Mitchell's just like, I'm going to do a blackface album with Charles Mingus. <laughs> and people are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> give it to me. Yes, Joni, yes, 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 queen. Go we off. like this. We like this. Yeah. Oh my God. The 70s were a different time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think it is time so yeah. that we talk about John Wayne. It's time to talk about John Wayne. Self-described white supremacist John Wayne. <laughs> I guess you could say. I'm a white supremacist. <laughs> okay, here it comes. Very I missed the first. I'm having a lot of trouble with my VLC player. Um, I'll never trust open source software again. Um, let's hear the beginning of that. Yeah, I'm glad I showed that. <laughs> Wide, wild Maine. I'm starting out on John Wayne. <laughs> yeah, an unforgivable forced rhyme uh, that I really appreciate. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's like, I just love a cowboy, you know. I'm just like, I just, I know it's bad, but I'm just like, can I just like hang off the back of your horse and can you go a little faster? Oh, yeah, that's the intro. Uh, yeah. I have that here. Let's yeah. let's see if I can find that. Here we go. It's like I just love a cowboy, you know. I'm just like I I know it's bad, but I'm just like, can I just like hang off the back of your horse and can you go a little faster? Three a.m. <laughs> Fun. Uh, so this song basically it. It kind of like totally just deconstructs the idea of, or reduces the idea of John Wayne to just be like a uh, masculine, you know, cow- cowboy, Sigma male power, <laughs> you know, basically. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's it. Uh, none of the ideas in, in these lyrics really represent John Wayne. Mm-hmm. 3 a.m. Mustang speeding, two lovers headed for a dead end. Too fast, hold tight, he laughs. Running through the red lights, hollering over. Rubber spinning, big swig. Toss another <laughs> beer can, too lit tonight, praying on the moonlight. Now, I haven't actually seen any John Wayne movies, and I don't plan to. But my impression is that he's not known for being like a a, a careless, like uh, unhinged character, like in his movies. Like, my um, impression is that he is yeah. like the most in control person in the room. He's, he he usually plays like, from what I understand, like a very stoic. Right. Like, like Genghis Khan. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Genghis Khan might be a closer, closer fit. <laughs> um, Which yeah. uh, famously is, is why he died. Yes. The U S uh, government killed John Wayne yeah. <laughs> because he knew too much. <laughs> he oh knew God. how to, how to play Genghis Khan with, Weird makeup or something. I don't know. I was just at the uh, Hiroshima like uh, Peace Museum. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And in the final room, they're like, but the plus side is we killed John Wayne <laughs> through radiation <laughs> when, when we were doing our tests. The whole the whole city got nuked, but at least John Wayne got nuked also. <laughs> yeah. Silver linings. Silver linings. Uh, I recommend going to that museum. Uh, it's uh, really, really awful. And I feel like even though I knew all of the information going in, it changed me. Um, mm-hmm. But that's just like a fun little joke about how much John Wayne sucks. Yes. You remember when, when you um, had to go to the hospital and you were on a bunch of painkillers and then we watched Grave of the Fireflies together? Oh my, no, we didn't watch that then. Are you sure? No, I remember what we watched somehow. We watched, the Imagination of Dr. Parnassus. We watched that. My Own Private Idaho. We certainly watched that. And then we Was watched the third film, I believe. And you sure it wasn't Grave of the Fireflies? No, we watched that later because I actually remember that really well. I'm okay, right. gotcha. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, uh, yeah. I don't know if I need to see that movie again. Yeah, I don't know if I... I think at some point I'm going to force my kids to watch it. <laughs> but I'll be like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm going to go get a beer. Do you guys want to watch some cartoons? Yeah. Here you go. Just sit and watch this. I'm going yeah. to go hang out with someone else. <laughs> Give them, like, the saddest Pavlovian response to fruit candy. <laughs> oh, God. Um, um, yep. Blue collar and a red state treasure. Love junkie on a three-day bender. His grip so hard, eyes glare. Trouble like a mugshot, charged up because the man's on a mission. One, two, yeah, the gears are shifting. He called, I cried, we broke, racing through the moonlight. You know what that means. <laughs> yep, we all know that. Uh, well, I think it's time. Oh, to watch the video? That we do. <laughs> it's a short video. It's not one of our nine minute long ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but this is, this is really special. Okay. I, I really think you're going to appreciate this. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, she's got a Gretsch White Falcon. Oh my God. Well, so she's riding on the back of a horse. Uh, with a real upskirt shot. Oh, very much. Yeah. Uh, she's in like a like a denim suit with no Whoa. no pant legs. Oh my god, Mad Max just showed up. Yeah, there's a gang of like hooligans. And then she's in this incredible outfit. Oh uh, I don't know how to describe it's it. It's like Trinity, but with a wide brimmed hat and half of Trinity's black bodysuit is missing. Yeah. <laughs> and uh Oh my god. Yeah, she's doing like a thriller dance. She is. There's a uh, lot going on in this video. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, this video is really fucking stupid. <laughs> it's great. really great. This is completely unhinged. Yeah. yeah, no, it's not unhinged yet. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, they're straight up doing they thriller are moves. Doing the, yeah. The thriller I don't know why. Okay. So now she's a new character and she's like drinking and driving with this shithead. Yeah. And, uh,. She it is implied that she's like giving him like a road roadhead road and road sex and stuff. Uh, they're driving very dangerously. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty. It's I don't not, think she's wearing a seatbelt. Yeah, no, very much not. Uh, back to the chorus. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it, wow. Maybe let's get high. That's the other thing because I don't think that. John Wayne has any, had anything to do with that kind of intoxication. Yeah, although, as we learned with Garth, um, get high can sometimes refer to True. getting drunk. Okay, so this is... They're, they're very clearly fucking in the car, and... <laughs> 
driving through a suburban neighborhood. She has a gun she's pointing at him. She's honking his, Honk <laughs> honking his, his horn, horn <laughs> as it were. And they're about to crash into a tree <laughs> and totally die. <laughs> Oh my and God, the, the car explodes. Literally, the text appeared on the screen that said "dead." <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Okay. Here. Now it's really gonna pop off. Uh, here it comes. Wow. This is the like breakdown section. Yeah. <laughs> just firing just a gun, a guitar. guitar at a car window. <laughs> Now check out these high heels. <laughs> She's got machine gun high heels. That's for Austin Powers. Oh, very. Yeah. And then she kills, I believe, herself with her own high heel. She shot machine gun. Yeah, she shot a different. God, character. that video is so stupid. Oh my god, it's, it's in, so it's fun. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. You know, John Wayne. You know, John Wayne. Just like, just like that. At first I was like annoyed because I was just like, why are we talking about John Wayne? And then I watched this video. I was like, oh, she, she does not care. She, this means nothing. <laughs> yes. That was, that was like, it was so Mad Max. There's a lot of like leather bondage yeah. gear, like old junky cars with like spikes on them driving around super fast with like speakers on the top yeah. and like chewing guns and whatnot. It was very like zombie movie post-apocalyptic um type shit that yeah wild again i feel like it's like sort it's a of a little horrorcore actually yeah yeah I, I feel like it's it's a little bit before before it's time because like a few years later would be the like david hasselhoff revival like like look at the like maximalist 80s movie and like isn't it so ironic remember when movies were like this mm -hmm. and they're doing that shit here before it was annoying. Uh, and it's still good. Oh. So the one who um, directed the music video was Jonas Ackerlund, um, who did the video for Madonna's Ray of Light and um, done a bunch, has done a bunch of stuff with Madonna and then has done previous stuff with um, Lady Gaga, including the paparazzi and telephone music videos. Oh, okay. Very good. Mm-hmm. Well, you really pulled out all the stops for this one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is it time to talk about Lady Gaga's uh, masturbation rituals again? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Love it. Here it comes. All right, let's see if I can get it to play right. Up all night trying to rub the pain out. <laughs> rub the pain out. The original one was spelling the alphabet on myself, but then dancing the circle with circles is, you know, a little more, <laughs> yeah, a little more subtle. Yeah, it's so subtle. Uh, in verse one, I lay around, touch myself to pass the time. I Great. Wish... <laughs> just to be clear, just to be clear, there's no innuendo. Any innuendo that follows. Yes, um, I like that the genius. Um, Summary says, the lyrics are about female masturbation, as Gaga hinted, responded to a fan on Twitter, where um, someone on Twitter said, is dancing in circles really about masturbation? Crying emoji, clapping, hashtag Joanne. And Lady Gaga replies with just um, the eye emojis. 
just like the hmm. Hmm. I wonder. I wonder if I explicitly said what it's about in the first verse. She has so many Could windows. It be? <laughs> tap down those beats while I beat around. <laughs> I lay around, touch myself to pass the time. Um, oh my God. Up all night trying to rub the pain out. I mean, yeah. Yeah, dancing in circles feels good to be lonely. <laughs> I'm singing. I fool myself, swirl around as if I'm someone else. Your hands are mine. I do a trick. Pretend that I am you <laughs> until it clicks. I come alive. Come alive. Yep. Yeah. Uh, good song. Good song. <laughs> You've I done it again. It. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a good... Fert- fertile territory. Ooh. Well, ironically. I mean, in a certain way. <laughs> um, I feel like it makes a good counterpart to... Um, I touch myself by the Divinals. Sure. One of the great un- unsung, well, not sung enough, one of the great 90s pop songs. Um, it feels like a very 80s pop song, but it came out in 1990. Um, one of the great pop songs. It's good. Hurts inside, but not this time. All the things that are on my mind vanish as I touch myself. Call out loud for you. Oh, can you hear me singing? Good. No it's notes. Good. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> okay, I feel um, like... Maybe we should wrap up. Uh, it's getting a little late. Which which other ones? Do you have to talk about Hey Girl? Yes. We got to talk about Hey Girl. And then we mm. should talk about Come to Mama. Because that's her like talking about the issues song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we got to talk about the other ones. Oh, we should talk about Angel Down. Because it's about Trayvon Martin. She's got a couple like issues songs. We should, Let's talk about the last three. Let's okay. do Come to Mama. Mm-hmm. And not come in the like fun sexy way uh but (laughs) okay she's gonna be the the mama for the world here comes Dude in a lab coat and a man of God uh, fought over prisms and a 40-day flood. Well, I say rainbows did more than they've ever done. So why we got to fight over ideas? We're talking the same old shit after all these years. This is, a, I see what's happening here. Yeah. But what it is ain't exactly clear. It really is. You know, because yeah. it's like one of these people... <laughs> I mean, does have something like one of these people is talking about the actual destruction of the earth unless we get our shit in gear. <laughs> and one of these people is saying, don't worry about it. Let's keep rolling coal because yeah. uh, God is real. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she's saying like rainbows have done more than they have. Like, can't we all get along? Yeah. I mean, I think to, to some degree, but also there's like at least a little bit of, um, I think it's clear his side she's on, at least, which is not yeah. true for, um, I forgot the name of that song. Buffalo Springfield's. Uh, mm, it's, it's like a non sequitur. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> Stupid yeah. song. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, extra textually, textually, it's clear whose side she's on. But, mm-hmm. like, in this song, there's some, like, I, yeah, I think there's some, like, uh, sloppy lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Um, yeah, and then she, and she says a lot of stuff that doesn't mean anything to me. She says the only prisons that exist are ones we put each other in. Uh, uh, 
I don't know. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's, I, I don't know if I agree with that. Like, so something I've been thinking about lately is this idea that like when people are like, you know, gender is a construct or race is a construct. Often like really bad faith arguments like follow from that mm-hmm. because they're like, yeah. well, because you know, it's a construct, which to them means it's not real. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like, have you ever tried to like, have dis- you been inside a skyscraper? Yeah. Have you ever tried to dis- dismantle something by yourself without tools? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you gotta like, uh, you, you gotta, you gotta do it with a team of people who are experts at deconstructing shit. You know, you yeah. just cause it's constructed doesn't mean you, you know, there is no spoon. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, you have to have that there is no spoon moment, but then th- there's a, it's a fucking lot of work, you know? Yeah. And so, like, when I hear lines like this, like, there's no prisons other than the ones we put each other in. Yeah, there's, like, a lot of prisons. Like, a lot of this work is, like, internal and, mm-hmm. like, conceptual and theoretical. Yeah, totally. Like As well know. as material, but they can't, they have to happen together. Yeah, and even just, like, you know, being in the closet, like, yeah. that's a prison that I mean, nobody explicitly puts people in. But it super exists. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could argue that, like, society at large put people in that prison yeah. in a way. But, like, I don't know. I don't, it doesn't, that doesn't feel, like, useful or actionable. And then and then this chorus, come to mama, tell me who hurt you, is <laughs> just, like... That feels like patronizing and infantilizing. Yeah, it, it reminds me a little bit too much of that actual time when I came to my mom and I said, I think I need to have therapy. Uh, it's like a you know teenager egg. Uh-huh. Uh, and she's like, well, you don't need a therapist. You can talk to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, who do you think I need to talk to? <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, also, like the next two lines of the chorus are, there's going to be no future if we don't figure this out. I mean, I feel like we figured out a lot of stuff. The problem is just like doing shit about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is the Father John Misty song. Of course it is. Or this is one of them. I think he's on a couple. But he's the first writing credit here. Appar- apparently, according to the genius. Yeah. What do you What do you think of that guy? I am not too big a fan. I haven't heard that much of his stuff. I think that he is clever, uh, and that matters. He's clever in a way that is annoying to me, I think. Well, he's clever in a way that he, like, really likes his own cleverness. And that's, like, the whole point of, you know. Yeah. It's like, kind of like watch, watching a Wes Anderson movie. It's like, <laughs> you know, it's like I can really appreciate the artistry, but it's distracting. I feel like Wes Anderson at least has, like, more sincere emotion than someone like Father John Misty. Yeah, he's, he's very, uh, as far as I can tell... Uh, very, um, you know, I, I don't like this phrase up my own ass because like, that's been a, an important journey for me on a, on a literal <laughs> level, <laughs> you know, but like, Same. yeah, uh, I guess he, he, he is very, uh, it feels like he's only irony. He's only irony. Yeah. It doesn't feel like there's a lot of like sincerity yeah. or, um, it's like, and it's like fuckboy irony. It's like, like, yeah. like. Uh, I can't be misogynistic because of all the like feminist theory. Because I read Simone de Beauvoir or, <laughs> or whatever, you know. It's like well, I don't know. You might just be a super, super covert, high level, yeah, effective. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't. 
especially care for the song. I although I'll give Lady Gaga a pass because she's like I don't know. I don't think that she's cynical. Yeah. I I just think that every once in a while she's capable of you know playing a trashy thoughtless song. <laughs> she's done it before. She'll do it again. And yeah, that's totally. fine. Yeah. yeah. Um. Hey girl. Hey girl. Hey girl. Florence Welch also has a really good voice. I like, I like that. I think this song is a, is also a Why Can't We All Get Along song. It really is. But it's... A it's, little more specific. It's more specific and it's very um, girl power, like sisterhood. Yeah. Um, which, which is funny because Lady Gaga's been cat, catty. Like... Yeah. About other women yeah, in her profession. <laughs> like, yeah. You know? Maybe she's turning over a new leaf in this song. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um... Maybe she's talking about more material aspects I mean, of in the first verse she does she does say, "Hey girl, do you feel me? Sometimes I go too far." Yeah. Although I guess that's Florence Welch singing that that yeah. line. Yeah. So I guess like the most generous reading of this song would be men are trying to pit us together. I mean, I think it literally says that in uh, the song. Pit us against each other. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, that's different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to pit us against each other and. Uh, you know, they specifically benefit from us feeling competitive for their approval. Yeah. You know, like, I think that's the generous reading of this song. And like, and that's a message I totally get behind. Uh-huh. Uh, but also, you know, I don't like expressions of loyalty along identitarian lines. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think that's always going to like eventually bite you in the ass, you know, like, <laughs> Yeah. Sometimes, uh, you know, someone who matches your demographic in this way or that way, you got to be like, they're not fucking with me, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's so. true. Because, um, like, I wouldn't want her to be singing this song with J.K. Rowling, for instance. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you wouldn't maybe want to be uh, singing this song with... um Ayn uh, Rand. What, what, no, I was... Uh, who's that, like shitty Republican trans woman. Uh, oh, Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah, her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think this song, like, the more specific it gets, the better it is. Like, in the um, in the bridge, help me hold my hair back, walk me home because I can't find a cab. And we dance down the Bowery, hold hands like we were 17 again. And then it's 4 a.m., the sun is creeping up again. Don't you leave me. Oh, darling, don't you leave me. Yeah. Like, that's, that's good. Real affection and Real connection. Affection. And it feels like a yeah. specific, like couple moments that are probably like two specific people like relating to each other it's not just like a non-specific like sisterhood hashtag like you know support girls or whatever yeah yeah that's a really sweet moment mm-hmm. it, it kind of reminds me you know that shania twain song uh in her last album where she's just talking about having girlfriends mm-hmm. and how supportive they are i forget mm-hmm. what it's called but yeah, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I'm being overly critical, I think, of this song. Because mm-hmm. I don't think this song actually says we should be loyal to each other even when we're at fault. <laughs> you know, or like says anything yeah. like that. You know, it's, I'm it's just. It's more of like a resistance. Because it's like. I'm just c- cooling down from the last song. <laughs> yeah. In the, in the chorus, it's it's a lot about like the pressures that, that yeah. women face. And it's like, 
We can make it easy if we lift each other. Yeah. We don't need to keep one it's about upping support. each other. Keep on one upping each yeah. other. If you lose your way, just know that I got you. Which to me would hopefully imply like a certain amount of accountability of like yeah. if you lose your way, like, you know, yeah. hanging out with um Posey Park or whatever the fuck, like I'll just be like, I got you and I'm gonna like deprogram yeah. you or whatever. And <laughs> <laughs> be like, hey, maybe you shouldn't hang out with actual Nazis. Uh, Posey Parker's hanging out with the Nazis, or did she oh, yes. convince? Do you yeah. hear about this? You mean Parker Posey? Posey Parker. Posey Parker is that a different person? That is a different person. No way. Yes, Posey Parker. She's she's big friends with um, J.K. Rowling. Parker I, Posey. You're looking at Parker Posey. I'm <laughs> well, Posey, Posey Parker, Parker isn't showing up. Who is this person? Oh, you're sp- it's it's spelled differently. Posey uh, E Y, not. I did E-Y. put an E Y. Oh, sorry, I E. <laughs> okay, not E Y. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> Okay, who is this person? Um, she has been she's, banned from YouTube. Oh for shit! Hate speech. <laughs> she's um, she hangs out with neo Nazis all the time. She um, she kept going to like rallies in Australia and New Zealand, and a bunch of Nazis just started showing up at her rallies because she's an actual Nazi. Yeah, <laughs> she's like a anti trans activist. Oh damn! Um, retweeted by J.K. Rowling and supported by J.K. Rowling. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. It's, it doesn't take Boo. many steps to go from J.K. Rowling to literal actual Nazis, um, which feels a little indicative. Oh, and also, <laughs> J.K. Rowling recently um, said that the Washington fascist paramilitary group, um, the Three Percenters, were, um, they belonged in House Gryffindor. Oh, my God. Yes. J.K. Rowling is, like, <laughs> really, like, gone mask off. She is. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it's always it's always like a little hard to tell. Like, is is she just like enjo- enjoying the game of it at this point, or does it really? Obviously, it doesn't matter at the end of the day. But like, or like, it's always it's a, there's always a part of me that wants to know how sincere, you know, these people are. Yeah, I mean, yeah. she's sincerely spending most of her fortune and public yeah. profile in. Trying to eradicate certain groups of minority yeah. people. This is why it doesn't matter at the end of the day. It's just like, yeah, you know, there's that part of me that just wants to know why. <laughs> you yeah. Know? But yeah. Uh, She's a hateful bigot. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you want to talk about Angel Down? Yes, we should. Uh, we should talk about it. Angel Down. Why do people just stand around? Yeah, so I I don't know. I feel like I take more issue with this song mm-hmm. because it's her straying a little farther out of her lane. Yeah, and also she makes it so much about her church and her religion too. Yes. Which is uh, like, she's Catholic and as we all know, the Catholic church has never done anything wrong yeah. <laughs> and has never, you know, abused anyone, so... Um, real, real good thing to bring into the conversation there, Joanne. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get the rhetorical purpose of it and I don't want to necessarily begrudge people who maybe are, I don't know, like I love Ola Bell Reed and she's a fucking Baptist or whatever. And, <laughs> but like, I think she actually like lived by the important parts of, you know, that faith. Uh, so, but you know, I don't know when Lady Gaga talks about it. I I don't, 
it feels it it feels limp a lot yeah, of the time I mean, the and first, just rhetorical. It feels like really unfocused also too, because like in the first verse she says, "I confess I am lost in the age of the social," Ugh. which to me it seems like you're about to start talking about how everyone's you know, on their phones. Yes, <laughs> we know these names better than our own grandmothers. <laughs> Red tube, <laughs> you porn. <laughs> homemade Simpsons stuff. <laughs> and is anyone gonna sit me down and spank my bare butt back and balls <laughs> such god that's such a good all timer sketch anyway um, yeah the first verse I confess I am lost in the age of the social on our knees take a test to be loving and grateful is that really what is that really what Trayvon Martin was yeah. was that a, a Take a test to be loving and grateful. Yeah, I think the thing that I don't appreciate about the song on the along those lines is the uh, the angel down thing. I feel like uh-huh. the respectability, yeah, like politics of, I'm you know, you don't have to be an angel to deserve to not be murdered exactly. in cold blood in yeah. broad daylight. Yeah, yeah, because because you know often uh, you know pe- people are people are complicated, right? And pe- you know, and but all of us have broken the law. Even if it's yep. just like this fucking speed limit or whatever. But but the and and sometimes like also like moral laws, you yes. know, like that yeah. shit. Yeah. But like I remember when um, I believe it was Philando Castile when he was killed, like in a uh, pulled over on the highway. Um, the person who killed him said uh, in his like defense, like in court, I smelled weed in his car. And he was in his car with his daughter. And I thought if someone is capable of like smoking weed around their kids, what else are they capable of? That's so gross. Yeah. And to me, that's like an example of like, well, this person wasn't an angel. Like that's the way he's thinking. And that's what he, the, the rhetoric that he's spewing is mm-hmm. like this like <laughs> slippery slope of like, uh, I mean, I've fucking done weed around my kids. Maybe not smoked, but you know, but like, you know, that, and, and therefore he's capable of, you know, it's, it's basically, it's like reefer madness is like, what do you yeah, say? Essentially, which is fucking, Smoking yeah. dope is a gateway drug to shooting cops. <laughs> if only it were. <laughs> it's the only thing keeping me from there. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, I, I don't appreciate that kind of, like rhetoric because of what the word angel means in our context. Yeah. And especially you know. cause like so many just like Nazis and Republicans and is there much difference anymore? But um, they just literally say things like, Oh, well he was no angel. Yeah. I think literally yeah. about Trayvon Martin. Yeah. And it's like the way you push back against that is not, he was an angel. The yeah. angels down. It's to say, you don't have to not be a fucking angel to deserve to not get murdered yeah. in broad daylight. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Um, it's not every crime has the death penalty attached. Yeah. Um, this this is... I, I talked about this, I think, in the first episode. I was like, my impression of Lady Gaga is that at some point she got into some kind of like neoliberal mm. rhetoric mm-hmm. stuff. And is just like saying things uh, that appeal to like the very basic m- most basic um most fallible like lines of rhetoric uh from um like uh 
what, what's the saying? Vote blue, no matter who Democrats, you know? Oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like that's, I was suspicious of that kind of politics coming from her just because of the little exposure that I'd had, uh, you know, to like her interviews and stuff in recent years. Mm-hmm. Um, my understanding at the time of born this way, although it's expanded quite a bit <laughs> since then, but yeah, this, this has me like a little bit, a little bit worried. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't want her doing social justice stuff unless it is like directly subversive and mm-hmm. isn't making anybody feel good. I want her to make people right. feel uncomfortable in, cause yeah. she, she has a great capacity to do that. Yeah, totally. And I want her to use that for this shit. If she has a, an artistic take if she has a way to do it you know if she has something to say about it she should use her full powers yeah and not just get maudlin with a bunch of like empty bromides um and and especially because like this is about this is literally about someone who was murdered a real person who was murdered yeah you know like this isn't about about gay rights in the abstract this is about a a person you know and a a legacy of people of people you know like who, who still today are yeah, getting murdered. So, like, uh, yeah, it's fucked up. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not the worst thing. Uh, her heart's in the right place, I guess, you know, but, like, I don't appreciate this kind of this kind of thing. Um, I feel mm-hmm. like it's it's taking up space and distracting. Yeah, totally. So, Well, should we close it up there? Uh, one more thing. Uh, she said in an interview, I was so moved today when you said, she's talking about her uh, priest, the Eucharist is not a prize for the perfect, but the food that God gives us. Um, that, you know, that's like fraught, you know, and like it's Catholic and stuff. Right. But I feel like even in that, that's like better writing. And that's like not angel down rhetoric. Right. That's like, you know, we are all like deserving of like grace or maybe like um fair trials you know (laughs) or like uh uh we don't have to be held to this you know standard Uh that even if we were acting that way you know even if these people were acting that way they would still you know be in danger Mm -hmm. so yeah totally i mean it's it feels like a weird thing for a catholic to say given that like they can and do excommunicate people and yeah. <laughs> deny them the Eucharist. So that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a, a Catholic apologist. <laughs> I'm just saying like, even this like little example is like more potent in its imagery right. uh, and its ideas. It yeah. has, it's more in the, if you're going to like do religious stuff, if you're going to speak to that, use that mm-hmm. language. I feel like there's more, yeah. uh, more there than I'm a, I'm a believer. <laughs> <laughs> An angel died. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, father Duffel. I do love his bags though. Yeah. <laughs> Could, couldn't get, couldn't get around without him. <laughs> well, we talked about Joanne. We talked about Joanne. Both, both of them. Both of them. Um, are we going to talk about a Star is Born soundtrack next? Is that what is next? Chronologically, yeah. If we accept it as one of her albums. Uh, I think we should. And I think we should just watch the movie. And okay. and Becca's here right now. And, and uh, Z were saying that <laughs> uh, they would like to join us. Oh, yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. So. I would like that. May- maybe we'll have a, return, a ret- returning guest. We'll see. Yeah. 
I don't need to listen to that. I'm assuming all the songs in, in the album are in the movie. I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to look at, look that into that. <laughs> um, yeah. So until next week with, I guess, A Star Is Born, maybe slash soundtrack. Um, thanks for listening, y'all. You can visit us online at boxset.website. Email us at email at boxset.website. Um, join our Discord. The link will be in the show notes. Um, you can support us in a number of different ways. Um, you can spread the word about the show, um, do some reviews, um, some ratings, some stars, all that thing, all that stuff. Um, you can also kick us a few bucks at support.box at the website that redirects to our Patreon. And if you do that, we'll get you access to all of our bonus materials, including our weekly mini show called What's in the Box Weekly. This week, we talked about, very quickly, Tears of the Kingdom, the new Zelda game, a movie called Another Round, and Cameron talked about... Uh. Elliot Page's Page Boy memoir. Yes. Audiobook. Yes. Um, yeah, good stuff. We had a nice long chat about those and got into some fun stuff. Um, so check that out at support.box at that website. Until next week, I've been Maddie Hunt and I'm abroad on Broadway. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I'm Cameron DeWitt and I'm spelling the alphabet on myself. <laughs> And that's me. <laughs> uh, no. Oh, no. Why? It's not it's... as easy as it looks, isn't it, Cameron? It was for like a couple episodes. <laughs> I was killing it. <laughs>